0: Welcome to Wake Up with Dr Douglas James Cartrell your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. I'm joined tonight with my good friend and uh, a fellow broadcaster, Les Hubert. Uh, uh, Welcome to the show, Les. Thanks for having me, Doug, as always. You know, we've been uh, doing these podcasts for some time now. We're getting uh, some good results. Uh, People are uh, sending us positive results as they uh, sign up and subscribe and also, uh, and and we may ask them to do four and five star ratings for it if they like our podcast. And again, um, send us an email if you like, to info at the com. if you have a topic or a subject you want to make a comment. We enjoy uh, doing what we're doing here in helping you perceive the invisible made visible and also to help you to be a better spiritual being in this Time of extremes here in the world. Tonight, what are we going to talk about? That's what's the subject. Well, tonight's subject is remote viewing, and how can I do it myself? Interesting question. I think it's first to uh, to uh, put a parameter on it, in as much as um, we've heard a lot of things of the be, people being uh, remote viewer, uh, remote viewing, um, astral traveling, mind projection. Clairvoyance uh, through to all the other intuitive abilities of premonition, precognition, uh, prophecy, prediction, etc. So, um, as we look at uh, remote viewing, um, I take the perspective that it is clairvoyance or clear seeing. So, the initial understanding of remote viewing is that you can see something at a distance and you can describe what is in that. Um, faraway place. And we're not talking about across the desk or across the room, but we're talking uh, great distances. And through um, different media, like looking through buildings, looking into the ground, looking, hop in the sky, uh, looking into space, um, those are all included in, you know, faraway uh, visions or remote visions. So let's let's try to keep it simple and say remote viewing in the idea of being able to see an object uh, in your mind's eye that is actually in existence somewhere in the world, and you're being able to perceive it. Now it's not going to be like looking with your eyes. It's not going to be like that, you know, clear, uh, uh, high digital picture. It's going to be like one of those old black and white ones that are a little foggy and out of focus as you start to develop this ability. This uh, this ability is real. You can see at a distance, and also in the way I teach this particular clairvoyance, I like to call this a quantum meditation, that as you learn how to do quantum meditation, which is the ability to be clairvoyant and to see things at a distance, You also uh, have the ability to see through time, going back in time and going forward, perhaps describing something that has happened in the past, and also looking forward to seeing what something may take place, what is more than likely to take place, or probable to take place. In the future it's probable, in the past it's definite, because it's happened. So. Try to keep an open mind, my friends, uh, if you think you have the uh, natural talent or ability uh, to remote view, as it's more commonly called. I would just say it's ESP, extrasensory perception. It is clairvoyance. It's the ability to see with your mind's eye. All of that means a hill of beans in in the words that are chosen, the titles that are given, What really matters is if you're able to perceive something at will, at a distance, and be able to describe what you see. Now, remember, you're looking, you're observing, you're not thinking. If you're thinking, you're guessing, you're calculating, you're discerning things, if you're attempting to think about something. When you're seeing, There isn't much to change. There is an observation, and that's what you're doing. You're observing something at a distance. So, be clear about that, so that you don't doubt yourself, and so that you're not impatient with yourself when you see things that are in your mind's eye that are a little unclear, a little foggy. With practice and with the earnest attempt to look through your mind's eye at something in a distance, you will perceive something. It's like one of those old black and white pictures that are uh, photographs that are developing in a, in a photographer's tray. First, it's an outline, then there's some foggy gray areas. And then as time passes, the image comes together. It becomes in focus and you see a complete image. Again, first you see foggy shapes, you see grays, blacks and whites, and then as the picture develops, as you're observing it, it becomes sharp and you can see a very clear image. That in essence is what remote viewing is like when you're starting out. Now you may have snapshots of something and that can be provoked by somebody saying something to you about something, about an experience, about something else. Somebody was in a recent accident, and immediately you say, oh, they were texting. Not because you thought they were texting, but because you could see that their thumb was moving on their cell phone. And they were looking down at their at their. Uh, Hand, as opposed to looking out the window when the accident or the overturned vehicle occurred. So being able to see that snapshot of something allows you to interpret what you have seen, but it doesn't retake, it doesn't allow you to to add anything to it. You can't develop something else. You are seeing something solid in an instant. And so that's kind of like a, A precognitive thing. It's a view of something because somebody provoked you by saying something, asking a question usually. The other side of that is when somebody said, can you locate uh, a missing person? And what you might see is an open field. Then as you look at the field, you'll see the image develop. In other words, more detail will be added into it. I see a farmer's fence only on the left, but not on the right. I see the hill gently going down to the left. I see something over there in the middle of the field. It looks red and blue. Oh, I see now a pair of shoes. Oh, I see now a windbreaker. I see somebody laying down on their face. And by the way, in the back, I can see some trees and there's some birds flying around in the trees in a very, very weird way. There's a gravel road behind me because I can see the dust coming past my face. So what you're doing is observing and allowing the location to develop as you're observing so that you're getting more detail. Now, in order to do that is not to be shocked, not to stop, not to be startled, not to look close like you're drawing your hand up to your eye. Leave... The image far away and allow it to develop on its own. Because you're doing what, my friends? You're observing. So remote viewing is being able to see something at a distance, and the training of the quantum meditation, as I call it, allows you to see the image become more clear. And then on occasion, it just pops in your mind, crystal clear, as if somebody was holding up a photograph in front of your face. That is how you do remote viewing. There are other things to do with uh, the meditation state, the breathing and the heart rate, and those things to calm you down, to get away from your intellectual mind and into your intuitive mind. But that's, a, that's another, another day, another, another uh, set of explanations for today, it's to understand what remote viewing is. You are observing something at a distance, You're allowing it to manifest and develop while you're concentrating and not getting yourself emotionally attached or excited or depressed. You are just observing. And in a passive way, you'll see with great detail wherever you are sent. Because you have to be sent. You have to say, go look for this. Go find this person who's missing. Go find, uh, you know, where's my ring? You know, where did I leave my wallet? And as you do this a lot, meaning if you attempt to do it two or three times a day, that's a lot. If you do it once a day, and every day, and you become good at it, don't become too excited because that'll help hold you back. And don't become too despondent or impatient because that will hold you back. You're observing, you're learning in a passive way how to see with your mind's eye, not your vision. Make sense? wake up my friends, you can see this, you can do it because many people have done it. I have taught hundreds of people and I've done this for more than 40 years in the same way that I've just explained to you is a basic step that you can, let's say, decide that you wanna do this too. If you can see an image in your mind's eye right now, if you can see a bridge in your mind's eye Doesn't matter what the shape is, everyone will see a different bridge, but if you just saw a bridge in your mind's eye, I can teach you how to do this, or you can teach yourself. All right, Doug, hold that thought, and we'll be right back after this brief message.
0: You think about you and your family's health every minute, every day, not just when sick. We believe healthcare should bring results and rejuvenate the body. That's why Dr. Douglas James Cottrell compiled some of his best tips from his readings into a book, The Complete New Age Health Guide, Volume 1. From nutrition, anti-aging, and skincare to serious disorders and diseases like autism, PTSD, and cancer. Find out more at douglasjamescottrellstore.com or buy a copy on Amazon today.
1: And we're back with Dr. Douglas. Doug, can remote viewing be dangerous or inappropriate? Interesting question, Les. Uh, uh, dangerous in as much as can you see bad stuff? Yes, you can. Um, I'm not sure if it's, if it's dangerous to the person um, in any physical way you certainly can see bad things happening to people. Uh, You might be sent to a place where somebody has met uh, um, violence and they've been assassinated. You might be able to see um, how gory that scene would be, but um, at the same time, somebody might send you where, um, or your mind might go someplace where you're able to perceive the future Whether a house is the house deal has gone through and you can see the signing of the contract, that's pleasant. So I don't think there's any dangers in that in the process. It's when you start to, let's say, pile things on and you start to, um, um, let's say, get carried away with this intuitive ability and you start to look into other dimensions the astral plane, you start to do astral traveling. Uh, Mind projection is your mind going somewhere uh, through things and through space, time and space, where remote viewing has a tendency to go to a specific location and describe the scene. Almost like a point on a map, you're able to go there and see what's around that point. Whereas mind projection allows you to go through things, uh, into the ground, through mountains, through steel or trees, you project yourself and that can take you, you know, up, up and away. You can go into space. Astral traveling is uh, something where you go into the heavenly dimensions above and the astral plane is the lowest plane. And it's a a place where uh, spiritual uh, beings or souls have uh, congregated that aren't aware that uh, they're earthbound or that, um, They're not aware of the higher dimensions, which are more loving, graceful and full of grace and where the higher interdimensional beings reside. And so people who are stuck in this astral plane kind of hang out with all the the uninformed people and perhaps those uh, people who have been violent in their earthly lives. And so it's not a nice place to be. It's kind of a dangerous place to be in as much that you might be uh, shocked uh, to see some of these entities, which are usually grotesque, long-haired, bearded, um, weird-looking uh, entities. Um, usually they're seen as a head or a face uh, and they appear in front of you. So uh, it's kind of like, you know, when you're you're going out the door, uh, you got to walk through the, the thick grass to get to the sidewalk. Uh, and as soon as you get to the sidewalk, everything's uh, much better. So uh, these weeds and grass that are in the astral plane, if I refer to them as that, they just have to to go through them. It's not a very dense place in as much as it's, uh, um, you know, um, broad and wide. It's just a place you go through with your mind. Uh, you can follow, go up, keep going, push these minds, uh, these um, you know, faces or minds out of your way and just say simply, get out of my way or be gone. They leave because they're not supposed to be in front of you. They're they're lost. And if you chase them away that way, they leave. They have to. So in that result, uh, maybe in understanding the different types of mind travel, if I can call it that, in the quantum meditation, there are protective states, there are directions that I teach, and people are prepared for such things. And most importantly, they they are prepared to say, don't stop. You know, don't let somebody deceive you or frighten you, just continue on. And I have a prayer for that. But I don't think really in in learning how to do remote viewing can be harmful, but you should have a mentor or you should have someone that can teach you uh, and explain because they've been there. People who read about these things in books and they regurgitate other people's writings and they don't have their own experience, they can get you into trouble because they can send you off to, you know, go look for um, you know, somebody who's uh, out there, some spirit out there and, and you want to you know, want to communicate with that spirit. Well, that's that's troublesome because that's mediumship or it's getting into into a neophyte's perspective. They, they don't know what they're getting in touch with. So in that basis, that's dangerous. But if you have somebody who does it all the time and they can explain it and know what's happening to you, I think you're in, in pretty safe grounds. But again, you're observing and you're attempting to use your own spiritual abilities. And in the beginning, you just might be a little wobbly. But as you practice, uh, you'll be strong and able to do this all the time. Make sense? Well, that it does. Well, thanks again for another great session, Doug. If our listeners have enjoyed this podcast, please consider giving us a four or five-star rating. And don't miss out and subscribe today. And please let all of your friends know about The Wake Up.
0: Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.